the Wilderness Law Podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, first one that's not in a truck, actually. Yeah. What do you think about that, Mr. Tristan? I like it better out of the truck. You like it better? Not in a truck? Yeah, yeah because the truck's like... It's oh. easier to set up, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that makes sense. And so what we're going to do, the plan for this podcast... Show them that you're a split thing. Yeah, I'll probably screw it up. Um, oh, I did it right. <laughs> Trace talked about that one, one-handed cut. He's trying to learn how to so do it actually in front of the camera. Boom, boom, oh, oh. Very proud, very proud. Why'd you take the jokers out? Had, I had the cards in my hand, and then you hit it, and then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember one. that. Okay. I, I was always trying to do it to my friends, but I couldn't. Yeah. All right, so what we're going to do... Yeah, this... I wasn't that little. It was like, what? Whatever. I got really quiet. I shouldn't little. have done that. I started whispering. You're, no, you're giving me good levels. I feel like a British person. Uh, that makes zero sense. That gave <laughs> a lot of levels on the mic. How did you manage that? Okay, just set it on the desk. I'm not going to read it. you got to find it. So what we're doing uh, on this episode is talking about our bucket list for hunts we want to go on. Uh, it'd be cool to do... I'm not reading it. It'd, it'd be cool to do one about fishing trips someday, too. And we're just doing, like, top five of our bucket list. And I'm, let's see what your thoughts are. I'm thinking we'll start at five and work to one, like a countdown for fun. I should go, and then, like, you should go. Yeah, we do it that way. I do my first one, you do your first one. Mm-hmm. talked about dream trips and we're actually hopefully going to go on my number one trip in the fall so anyway uh you start with your number five buddy okay i didn't put this in the right order so i'm going to read it yeah in the way no, I know. I did the okay. same thing. I started at one and went to five. Okay. But you can so, be smart enough to figure out how to go backwards. My number five is I want to hunt water buffalo in Africa. Interesting. Why water buffalo? It just seems like one of those interesting experiences. Like uh, Cameron Hans was talking about that and having to clear the water that the buffalo, water buffalo had been in and 
like shooting the water buffalo and then it going into the tall grass and being having to hopefully not get charged by it. Mm. That just seems fun and scary and interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I'll buy that. Uh, with, did you say what weapon? I didn't know what weapon to use. What weapon would you like to use? I would say fifty caliber. What weapon would you like to use? Your ears look really silly in that hat. No, you're fine. I, I don't know what weapon. Hmm? Well, think about the terrain you'll be in in Africa. I mean, you've seen those videos. Um, and you're, I guess if you want to think about it, Realistically, you're in Africa, so you would have to have what's called a professional hunter. It's kind of like a guy. We call them guides, right? But in Africa, they're called professional hunters, PHs. Uh, and as far as I know, I'm not going to pretend like I know all that much about hunting in Africa. But as far as I know, you have to hire one if you're going to hunt there. I wonder what it would be like hunting in Africa, like hunting ostrich or something. Hunting. Just, I'm just blurting that out. I wonder what it. Yeah, if, obvious. It's obviously illegal, but if it wasn't. It's illegal. I don't know if it's illegal. Then why, why did you say obvious? I thought it might be. <laughs> it's obviously maybe illegal. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Well, I just wonder, like, if you were on a hunt. For an ostrich, what would you take? Me? Yes. For an ostrich? Yeah. Somebody wants to eat ostrich. What type of gun? No. Ostrich? Shotgun, probably. Just shoot, shoot. You could hunt them like turkey. Just shoot them in the head. Yeah, that's my thing. I wonder if you can call them like you can a turkey. I've never heard what an emu or an ostrich noise When I was your age and a little older, it was like, there was like five minutes where it was a huge deal and then in where I grew up for like all these people were buying emus. I still don't know why. I don't know what the hell they thought they were. Did you doing know they have them. toxins in their claws? I did. I saw that on some show you and me watched the other day. That was Jack. First time I ever heard of it. Yeah, that's right. Um yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't want to have an emu. But yeah, there's stories of guys shooting them, you know, because when people figured out it was bust that they weren't going to make any money off of it, they just cut them loose, turn them, let them go, and they were running all over hell's half acre. So, okay, that's cool. The babysitter um, had an email. So, what do you want to hunt water buffalo with? I would want something rugged. I'm going to look up. Like, like in... AR kind of Best body. But I don't exactly know what caliber to use. They're, they're supposed to be really, really tough. Well, why do you want to use a gun? What else? I mean, a bow? I don't know. It's just like, it just make him mad. What? I mean, your bow would, because... <laughs> it wouldn't do anything. He probably wouldn't but even think see it. It's a bucket list hunt. It's 
before you die is the idea of a bucket list. It's the list of things you want to do before you kick the bucket. It's from, a, as far as I know, it's from a movie that with uh, Morgan Freeman and I think Jack Nicholson. I never saw the movie, but now it's it's not that old of a movie, and now it's like part of common vernacular. Okay, this, they're saying 375, quit moving, don't move too much because you're making noise on the mic. Hornady makes a 375 H&H Magnum. That's a big damn bullet. Can I go get something from my backpack? What do you want to get? I have a book. My weapon, a uh, crazy weapon book that I got from Adam. Yeah. Uh, it has a big gun in there. That and you want to hunt it with that? It's a pistol. Sure, just set it there. So. Uh, yeah, don't make too much noise. Try not to. I'll try. Alright. Well, while you're looking that up, you want to hear my number five? Yeah, sure. My number five is I want to hunt bison in Mexico with... And remember, this is bucket list. This is stuff we we wish to happen or whatever. Yeah. A uh, ninety-pound crossbow or compound bow. Sorry, not crossbow. I don't want to hunt anything with a crossbow. I'm hoping at some point in my life I'm to the point where I can get somebody to build me a ninety-pound compound bow while I'm still able to pull one back. You know. Yeah. Because. Obviously, I'm very old. I'm not that old. I don't have it. I think I left it at school. Well, that was a useless trip and a lot of mic pops for nothing. Actually, you didn't pop the mic that much. Um, but it, it's an elephant gun, Steve. Yeah, I was saying, because I, I would love to hunt bison in Alaska, but Alaska appears on this list already. And don't set it down so hard. Uh, you know what? Grab a. There's coasters on the table outside. Just grab one. Just for audio reasons. Oh, good job. <laughs> okay. But yeah, no, like, from what I'm. You know, I had that, like in that Stephen Ronello book about buffalo, he hunted them on, oh, what's the name of that river? Do you remember? Do you remember what, where Stephen Ronello hunted buffalo? You don't remember? You don't remember either. Yeah, but I'm old. You're not old. You're like a million. How old are you? You're 36, right? I uh, no. I'm, That's not that old. You have no idea. You're seven years old. You don't understand age yet. 50's old. 50's old? Okay. That seems like when you're 34, that seems like tomorrow. Um, what? You'll understand when you're old and decrepit like me. That buffalo book says it. Um. Okay, while I'm looking this up, you tell me you're number four. Okay, number four. 
I think you should kill your water buffalo with a blunderbuss. You know what? That's it. There you go. Write it down. There you go. <laughs> that would be awesome. I would go in that African hunt. The Copper River, I think. You know what? That's it. Yeah. Okay. My number um, four is I want to hunt hogs with a 44 Magnum in Russia. Okay, how come? Because that's where hogs are originally from. Uh, okay. I mean, I know they got big old hogs there. I've seen, uh, and like Vladimir Putin. And you know, Jim Shockey hunted bear this year in Russia. Well, with the 44 Magnum, it's just... I think it would be fun because it's a big gun that goes boom real loud. Yeah, and then definitely put a hog down. Yeah. You want, like, a scope on it, or you want to get up close and... I want to get, like... Get in a <laughs> close quarters gunfight <laughs> with a hog. Yeah. Yeah, from what Ronella said on that uh, book, and I'm, you know, uh, I always remember it was a huge pain in the colonies to hunt them because of... Land. Yeah. Everybody land owned land around the river. Yeah, exactly. You had to travel the river and get in the, from the river to huntable areas was an issue both physically and legal. No, I, rem I remember it was that, like, the land that was, like, set aside for the hunt was all, like, that's where he thought all the people would be. So he, he went. There was like the one section, and he thought nobody would go go down to the river to this other small section. Mm -hmm. That's what I remember. I thought that's what. Well, he I remember it was like. Let's see. No, if I didn't have all these damn wires on me. So, if that's the Copper River. the Copper River, right? All the places that you could find and hunt bison were here and here where the green axes are. Just all over. Like that. Right? But there was a native corporation uh, you know, so Native Americans, I don't remember which, let's say tribe, I don't want to show my ignorance there, but a lot of tribes form corporations, and it's actually been pretty cool for a lot of the tribes. Uh, I know one in El Paso that's made a huge uh, multifaceted industry out of it. Anyway, I don't know what this one does, if they control oil rights or what. But 
they control all the land in red. And so physically you have to canoe up here or raft or whatever and then trying to find a place to get off and you're not allowed to hunt across that. not allowed to hunt across their land so you have to find breaks in it so you have to like do extensive map studies and so what might be a good landfall place for you to stop with your canoe you might actually have to go several miles past it before you find a place you can actually legally land and get out and stuff like that and he said they're actually from what he said they're the Native Corporation is very aggressive legally when it comes to that, which makes sense, you know. I mean, that's their thing. That's their land. And their rights. Your uh, number four. What was your number four? It was... Did the, we say your number four? Yeah, it was the hunt in Russia with the hogs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't... I saw... There's, I don't know if it's a real show. I, it was a real show in that it was a produced show, but it's called Vice, and I don't. Now there's like this Vice news service that's kind of, I don't know what little bit of awareness I have of it. It's the what are they called? Men's rights activists or whatever. It's like you know, there's feminists and there's when you say feminist, most people think of extreme feminists, like the ones that think all men should die, or whatever, some silly version of that, right? Something to that extreme. <sighs> some guys in kind of the rage culture, or whatever you want to call it, that's turned up on the internet, uh, some guys have gone to the other extreme and they call themselves men's rights activists and so they'll say things that extreme and silly I'm they sure call women should die and stuff like that they don't say that but yeah it's like things that extreme right to that level of goof just to get really most of on both sides it's all about getting clicks on whatever website they have or their blog and vice I think isn't quite that far but there's some level between normal just guys being guys and guys trying to be guys you know and the craziness that comes with that guys trying to prove you know how big their magambo mm -hmm, is and uh, their little blunderbuss and And anyway, so I don't know if it's, it's supposed to be a decent news service in some ways from what little bit I've heard, but I haven't actually looked on it. I know, I know. But anyway, so there was a show called Vice, and I think it might have been like the flat, what it became the thing that I'm telling you about, the news service. But when I saw it, it was just like some weird, goofy show that I want to say was on at like 2 o'clock in the morning on MTV or something. And they just went weird places and did crazy shit. And one of the episodes I saw, they went, they went hog hunting in Chernobyl. 
you know where Chernobyl is? That's where the power plant went down, right? Yeah, like nuclear. Like it was like humans weren't supposed to go there for however many years because it was like the biggest nuclear incident in the world at the time or whatever. I'm not going to pretend I know the math on that, but uh, so yeah, they were expecting to go there and hunt like three-eyed hogs and all that. And I don't know, they ended up having to edit in a lot of the stuff before they actually got to the hunt because they saw hogs, but I don't think they got one because they got schnockered on vodka before they got to the woods and they were hunting with fully automatic weapons like uh, graduated versions of AKs and stuff that I'm sure fell off a truck or some kind of deal like that but they had guides like guys that were taking them in there and they had to wear the cards that showed radiation levels and shit like that I don't know but well, I I'm saying you're a wussy for not saying that's your Russia hog hunt you want to go on. I I was I didn't know you were, you were allowed in Chernobyl. I'm, I'm giving you a hard time. Well, you know all the crazy stuff I dig through on like websites and uh, YouTube, right? This what? is completely unrelated. Okay. But somewhat related. It's Chernobyl. It's part of Chernobyl. And so, it was, I was watching a video, and I'm pretty sure this is fake, but it was like this, um, like, deer, they looked like elk, they looked like really big deer, um, and it was like, it was supposed to be like a video camera that's like, mounted at like some station near a railroad, mm-hmm. by Chernobyl, and these weird, like, uh, deer things that didn't have heads walked over, and one of them was, like, like albino. Oh, nice. But it was, like, walked by, and it caught it, and it zoomed in on one of them. Mm-hmm. And so it was just, like, a neck, and the eyes, and the eyes were in the neck. And it's, like, mouth was, like, down here. Oh, weird. Okay. I, but I think it's fake, because... That's... I'm going to say it's probably fake, but you never know. With, and there's like... And you're well, saying that's in Chernobyl? Yeah. Okay. Well, I was just looking through videos on... Uh, I My friend had, had told me about Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to look look up what it was because I didn't know. And I saw these videos on like zombies and crazy pe- psychopathic radiation people, mutants, all that kind of stuff. And then I found that video, and I thought that was the most legit video. Chernobyl, I type in Chernobyl into Google, and one, two, three, four, five is animal. Let's see what kind of crazy stuff. Here you hogs. Oh, look at that. See, that's a moose relative. So these guys are in rad suits, 
and this dude's just hanging on, just holding this stupid mutant pig with his bare hands. Teenage Mutant Ninja Pig. <laughs> but keep doing, going down, maybe we can find that video I saw. Ah, uh, I'm not going to keep doing this all day long. Yeah. Of course, humans have that without radiation. You know? Yeah. Of course, I guess that's what radi the mutations actually are. Is <sighs> Chernobyl disaster still contains radioactive, vigorous radioactive. So, yeah. Mutant pig again. Bobcat. down on my list. Okay, my number four is uh, hunting moose in Alaska with muzzleloader. In, a, in my dream scenario, it gets as close to me as those ones do you see in those bow hunting videos where the, the moose is as big as a truck and it gets as close to the hunter as you are to me. You know, just like couple of feet away. And not even Karen? Yeah. yeah. It's just like, oh, this little guy, I could kill him. As long as he doesn't have a, oh, gun, bam, sorry, there's my lungs on the ground. That kind of thing. Yeah, this is a, oh, I saw a picture the other day of a dude riding a moose. It made me think of a guy on a buffalo. Oh, there's a guy on a buffalo. Uh, I did, uh, you haven't listened to all of it, but I put up the Revenant podcast, and it we it did include the part where we talked about gun or buffalo. But turn it around, the camera can't see you when you turn around. And also, I can hear your that one's fake. None of these ones. Oh, that's just the best one. That's TR, isn't it? All white people look alike. Anyway, <clears throat> all right. What's your, your? We're on number three, right? Yep. I'm gonna bet you. How much money do you have in your pocket? Zero. All right. I'm gonna lend you a quarter. Okay. And then I'm gonna bet you a quarter. Okay. Okay. That my number three is cooler than your number three. Okay. Well, do you think mine's going to be cooler than yours? Hmm? Mm -mm. You think yours is cooler than mine? All right, put it down there. All right, what's your number three? My number three is I want to hunt Asian carp with the baseball bat. Oh, that's a difficult one. Yeah, so like in Illinois or wherever. wherever. Oh, yeah, we were going to look that up, weren't we? Uh, I think mine's cooler, but... We'll have to let the viewers decide. Oh, it looks like it's up the Mississippi. You know what? I don't know if there's enough in the Mississippi to do like those videos we've seen. But I want to go up and down the Mississippi anyway. So if we could find them there in those kind of numbers, that'd be the place to do it. Oh, I found them on the front of a riverboat dressed as Mark Twain. <laughs> 
<laughs> Mark Twain's the guy that wrote Huckleberry Finn and all that, and they were on the Mississippi. Like that's yeah, all the stories took place on the Mississippi. Like uh, in Huckleberry Finn, he runs away from home up the Mississippi. I have failed as, as a father to think you don't know that. Although I bought you that book, why haven't you read it? You ignorant slob. I just haven't had time. You need to read that. That should be part of your summer reading this summer. Okay, so let's see. I wish we had an independent judge. But what do you think? Hunt Axis in Hawaii is my number three. Hunt Axis in with Hawaii. With what gun? With a reaper. I think mine's cooler, but that's still pretty cool. Yeah. That's I like. Oh, yours is cool too. I, don't know. I think they're even. <sighs> All right. Maybe yours is like notch above. We should. We should. Uh, go on Facebook. Do we have like Facebook followers? No, I think uh, Baron's mom is like her only one. But I saw a picture of this guy today and said he looked like Jason. You can't tell, but that's a leather jacket. Really? Goofball. Doesn't that look like a Photoshop? What, I haven't seen. There's like there's the moose, and then there's him, and there's like a black line. Right here. Yeah, and he's not really. That going. could just be a shadow, but I'm saying, but you're not wrong because And look at his hands. He's not holding on to anything, even though it looks like he's holding on to something. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, like how it's blurry on the hump of the yeah. moose, and then his hand isn't blurry. And the same here. There's like really good definition on. ER's leg and not. No, I think you're right. You're right. And see that the wave right there? Yeah. And right. see well, that? Well, we can't keep doing video stuff the whole time because, you know, uh, the audio version this is going to release first. Um, so hopefully that serves as a lovely teaser for. Oh, I forgot I was wearing Ranella's shirt. Him and Giannis Patelis. And Giannis's brother, who's. Matthias? Matthias? Yeah, whatever. Anyways. Number two? Um, no, I think, yeah, 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 number two. Okay. I'm surprised it'd be one of our shorter episodes. Okay, I want to hunt antelope with a recurve in oh, Mexico. damn it. You beat me. I forgot to put that on my list. Because that's definitely top five. 
Oh, okay. I'm going to finish this up. and That replaces moose. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so stupid. Good job. And antelope where? In New Mexico. Not Colorado? Mm -mm. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to use exactly yours because hopefully that one. And, okay. How do you want to get close to them? I want to do the deer head, the antelope head. You want to do the antelope I head? I do. Thing. I want to do the antelope head. I want to do the ghillie suit thing. I want to. What if we did a combination? Uh, you'd look like a bush with an antelope's head. <laughs> I don't think that would work so great. Yeah. Um, you'd just be like, that retard. That's what the, the buck would think. He'd just look like, I don't even want to hang it. You'd be like the short bus kid that none of the other antelope want to play with. Okay, that was your number two? Mm-hmm. My number two which is one I think about all the time, is caribou in Alaska with 90-pound compound bow. That just sounds like the ultimate in so many ways. More like with a self bow? Uh, nah, I want to do most stuff with a compound bow. I just, just Honestly, just because I like the feel of it. And maybe if I use my recurve more in the future <laughs> yeah right if i use my recurve more in the future uh, you're always getting mad at me for using my compound more than my recurve now you're talking about you well th no that's because you have a better chance of meddling with your recurve i always uh, meddle and the more you use your recurve and i need to live by this too the more you use and practice with your recurve and and compete with it you, uh, the better you're going to be with your compound. It's like, you know, I told you one time playing Call of Duty, like if I get where I'm real sloppy with automatics, I'll switch to a semi-automatic for a while. Or it's your like pistol. It, yeah, exactly, or my pistol. I use my pistol a lot. Yeah, that it'll get you better at the automatics. Using a re in real life, Using a recurve will make you that much better. It's just teaching you form, teaching you how to be steady, you know, all the blah, 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 all the things you need to learn to shoot a bow. I don't really want to do my top, my number one, because I think ours is the same. That's awesome if they're the same. Did you read mine? No, a little bit. No, I've... I've Actually, will not be surprised at all if they're the same. Oh, I'm going to close PR now. Although he looks cool. Even though it's Photoshop. Yeah, it's a fun Photoshop. We could probably make it look better. I guarantee you I could make it look better. It's the easiest thing to fix on Earth would be to blur him in all the right places. Um, Alright, what's your number one? I want to hunt elk. An elk with a large weapon in Colorado. What's a large weapon, Tristan? <laughs> I didn't know what weapon to put. You know, right. With a bow you in want, Colorado. I know what kind of bow. Recurve. Right. And why recurve? More of a challenge. All right, cool. I'd love to hunt. No, oh, hunt. horses. I want to have horses, too. Yeah, I know. Horse hunt, yeah. That's, 
That's my dream. I didn't put the horse part of it, and I put a. This may sound over. cruel, but I kind of want to hunt mustangs. It's just like one of the things in the back of my head. No, that's in my top ten mustangs. It's not legal. That's like, but that's. But I like, wanted to be. It, it I have. Like, I'm, I'm gonna do a blog about it, and it. What I would like to do. I hope no horse lovers there. Lovers. You know what? I think horse I, lovers. I love horses. I love horses, but there's there's such too many of massive them. overpopulation problems in certain areas. And yeah, like what was that documentary we watched with uh, the Aggies? Uh, unbranded. Unbranded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was a cool documentary. That was an awesome it, documentary. And it even per- though it's made by Aggies. So. Well, nobody's perfect. Yeah, it proposed the problem, and I did. They may have talked about hunting them at one point. I can't remember. But really, what honestly, what's going to happen is it's going to get to the point where they have to be killed, and it's pro- it may be happening already to some degree. I don't know. I know there's a law against it, but I don't know what the exception. I don't. Never read it. Read the law. But I'm, you know. So right now, the solution, which is proving unrealistic is to catch a bunch of uh, X amount of Mustangs a year for private utilization for ranches to buy or the BLM to use for whatever purposes. Can I, t- can I add something onto my outcome? Yeah, definitely. Okay. So boy. It's not just in Colorado. I want to this is like one of my like things that's probably not gonna happen, but it's like one of my bucket list things. Yeah. To hunt elk in every state that has them, and hopefully by the yeah, time I like by the time I am old enough to like actually go out by myself, there'll be more huntable elk in other states. I guarantee. You, I want to something that's not on my top five, but I want to. Hunt elk in Kentucky. There's elk. In, oh yeah, there's elk Remember in Kentucky. Remember, watch it because there aren't. Did did we did we talk about how why they are there? Mm-mm. He talked about it a little bit. I don't. I'd have to on the meat eater show, but I'd have to rewatch it to know how much because I read a little bit more and saw stuff about it later on uh, after I like joined RMEF. I saw some articles and videos. In 1996 or something like that, RMEF trailered six elk. Not bull moose, but you know, like, or not, or not bull, but bulls, but cows and male calves, I guess. Seven of them in like Montana, Colorado, wherever. And relocated them. So what is that called? Re and reintroduced them to Kentucky. And it was like this huge gala event where like elementary schools were there. The the governor of Kentucky was there and made a speech and da, da, da. but the four guys that started the RMEF, you know, I told you that story, right? Cuz I heard that on Randy Newberg's podcast. And I I'm I'm forgetting their name right now, names right now, because I'm horrible at that. But like those were the guys that did it. Like they put the work in and they gathered 
they made all the deals with you know wildlife conservation groups and wildlife management you know agencies and da 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 and now there's and that was nine, like when I was in high school is when they dropped these things out of the trailer. You're rubbing your mic on that oh. table. Quit don't rub it with your hand. Alright. Um the uh and now I wanna say there's like tens of thousands of them. You know, that's why they're uh, releasing very limited but still releasing some tags for hunting. Um, the I'm going to talk to you about something when you're done. Okay, remember what it is. Uh, I want to talk about turkey and I want to talk about that. Well, that, it's like I got in a big Facebook argument with a guy that's, I quit doing that. You're that's hitting your mic. You're hitting your mic. Goofy. You know I'm yeah. not cutting it out. I know. Yeah, and you're, we're almost done. But what I'm about to ask is going to be a long conversation. So. No, that's fine. The, um, some you may be aware of, I don't know if we talked about it, but, so he was whining about, there was an Inuit girl who, like, the day of her senior prom, I think, like, went and killed a grizzly bear. Like, with a tag, like, everything legal, blah, blah, blah. She killed a grizzly bear, took the grip and grin pictures, the hint, you know, of the grizzly bear she killed, and then got in her dress. Or, no, she was wearing her prom dress. And she, like, changed into her prom dress and took it. That's cool, right? Like, that's really cool. And this guy who, me, me and him, it's funny because in person, like, he's a nice guy and we've gotten along. I mean, we used to do some filmmaking stuff. Too. Really, he worked with Rusty and I met him through Rusty, but we've had a lot of filmmaking conversations and stuff in the past. But, yeah, it's like online he's this completely different character who's insanely closed-minded, uh, and just talks about how evil quit it, Tristan. <laughs> that pops in my ear when you do that. Oh. I'm about to knock your teeth out so you can't do that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, but it's like, and there's people like my friend Jessica, who I love as much as, <coughs> wow, who I love like just when you do that, just kind of do that to cover your mic a little bit, and don't hit the mic with your hand when you, yeah, like that. Don't do that. That thing that you just did. Um, you know, I love Jessica. She's one of my favorite people on earth, but she's very close-minded about these types of issues, <clears throat> and they fail to see that if we're able to hunt. Let's use this example. Elk in Kentucky, after they were extirpated. Do you know what extirpated means? It's extinct, uh, regionally extinct. Right. So they they were extinct in Kentucky for 100 years or whatever. Probably longer than that. I think they were pretty much gone by the time Daniel Boone died. 
Yes, he was a big elk hunter, right? I yeah, he killed. Yeah, he did his fair share, contributing to the extirpation of elk in Kentucky. Because that was his job, was feeding people, and he had to kill a whole lot of animals to be able to feed people. Because he didn't feed a family, he fed towns you know, or settlements, right? But yeah, like hundreds of people or whatever. Uh, but yeah, us being able to hunt elk in Kentucky shows that the conservation efforts for elk in Kentucky was successful. That's like a goal. It's like if there was a race to make a viable population of elk in Kentucky, that race was won. You know, it's we got there, and the symptom of that is where hunters are able to hunt them. They have a big enough population that hunter that they can hand out a couple of tags because there are areas where they need to be managed, right? Guy, I made that same argument about grizzly bear because he was just throwing out all kinds of math that was wrong, and he just would not listen to it. Okay, uh, say your thing. Wolves. What is your point of view on wolves? Uh, man, they got to be managed where there's a ton of them, and they don't need and well, they got to be managed, and so you like everything else. And so areas where there's too many, start handing out tags. And areas where there's not enough, or, yeah, where there's not enough, just monitor the population until there's enough, until there's too many, and they need to be managed. Like, there are definitely guys out there who just kill all wolves, right? Yeah, okay, shut up. That's, that's to me, that's like saying sell all pri public lands to private interests. You know, which means we couldn't hunt in Colorado, Nevada, Montana ever again. You know, it's, I understand it, like, I've been a libertarian my entire, very, well, not a libertarian. I have been libertarian my entire adult, very libertarian my entire adult life, adult, adult life. Is that part of the libertarian thing? <sighs> uh, no, that's very it's the other direction public and i'm gonna i have a i've been spinning around in my head a blog about that that i want to write for the wilderness law that's um kind of the pros of socialism right and i don't because of that i don't want to get into and because i haven't figured out how to articulate all of it i don't want to get into it too much right here but Libertarian is basically the complete other side of the spectrum from socialism. Okay, but public land, the just that idea of the public owning anything, is socialism to some degree, right? That's a socialist idea, and the public land one. It's a positive example of socialism, right? Uh, just like public schools. That's a 
messing with that, Tristan. It's a positive example of socialism that a lot of it, and I'm massively capitalist. I love the capitalist system. I don't even think it's an ideal that you have to subscribe to. I think capitalism is human necessity. Not even, it's nature, but it's nature because it's just how we're, you're supposed to be. It's how you have to be. I think that's why communism will never work unless humans evolve in a thousand years to where they function completely different than they do now. Uh, but anyway, so that's getting off on that tangent. Um, I want to talk, so I just heard a cool story on, I don't even remember what podcast, and I wanted to tell it to you. So, guy, so there's a lot of turkey in the United States right now in places where turkeys never lived before. And it's because the National Wild Turkey Federation keeps introducing them to places that they weren't before so they can have an expanded range. And that's a different, con it's like conservation is almost a misnomer in that situation because you're expanding their range from what's natural. But at the same time, with the expansion of the human population, we've pushed turkey out of a lot of their natural habitat. So it makes sense to give them more habitat. But I think we've given them like exponentially more range than they ever had in the history of turkey on this continent, according to fossil records and all that good stuff, right? I wonder what the first turkey looked like. You? I don't know. Um... Really, really big turkey. An emu. Meh. Yeah, really loud, obnoxious emu. Um, okay, so that's bucket list. Do you want to throw a couple of your weirder ones out that aren't in your top five? Just sure. for fun? Alligator. I want to go boat fishing for shark. That's one. Uh, there's also uh, this thing called a tar in New Zealand. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, we, we keep hearing all these things about hunting in New Zealand, right? Mm -hmm. And hunting in New Zealand sounds, oh, yeah, you know, like hunting in other countries is not my thing. Uh, uh, well, yeah, just hunting. I don't know. The United States is where I want to hunt. It's always been... It's a goat. It's, yeah, it's like from Thailand originally or something. But they have a population of them. Yeah, look at that monster right there. That's cool, right? That could be like... Hmm. Yeah, you could, almost, you could case that thing out and just make a coat like that. You almost don't have to do you anything. You know what that looks like? Stuff crap into the food. That, you know what that looks like? That looks like mama. That looks like one of those coats that people like in Rocky. The is it Rocky Three where Johnny Gum's in it? Tommy Gun. Tommy. And that's five. Okay, in five, you know the coat that that one dude was wearing, the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. The 
what he's I don't remember his character's name, but he's basically a fictionalized version of Don King. Yeah. Doesn't that kind of look like that coat? There's a man on him. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, it does. Oh, it's yeah, it's a fur coat. Is what you're calling or a fur a coat with a fur collar. Look at that. That's cool. Mhm. Yeah. So I'd like to get one of those. But I can't even imagine how much a hunt in a freaking museum costs. You could probably hunt them in Thailand. That's the old, uh, Remy Warren right there. Yeah. That'd be interesting, hunting them in Thailand. I wonder if you can hunt them in Thailand. Or wherever they're from. <laughs> what other weird ones do you have? Himalayan. Oh. I don't know. Hamsters. You want to hunt hamsters? Yeah. Um, you know what else? Like, I want to, you know, my, well, I've told you this, but my whole thing of, uh, you know, it's a big deal for people to eat rattlesnake, right? Yeah. And I've always wanted to eat rattlesnake, but, like, you can buy it in some stores. Or you can go, they have rattlesnake festivals where they, like, wrangle them up and stuff. And you can eat, you know, buy them at, like, a food stand there. And I don't want to do that. I want to, excuse me. Wait, Steven. Yeah, I know. It's going to be one of those high fence ranches. Oh. What was I talking about? Oh yeah, I don't want to, I want to eat one, but I want to eat one that I killed. And after seeing those high depth slow motion videos of killing them with a turkey broadhead, that's how I want to kill a rattlesnake. That looked awesome. And I'm... As much as I'm That hamster terrified. thing is kind of legit. <laughs> Why? Because I want to hear one go. Oh yeah. With the twenty-two, uh, go around with twenty-two in South America. That would be cool. There's a. Uh, oh. I used to know this guy when I worked at the paint store when I was very young. Mhm. Mm there was a one of the paint contractors. God, I can't remember his name. Dale would know his name. Larry something. Nice guy, but he was talking about he went hunting on a ranch in Colorado or somewhere. And he had some big billy badass rifle, you know, cost a billion dollars. Could shoot a thousand miles, shit like that. You know, he's just telling me all this crap. And uh, he was hunting up there. I don't know if it was elk or what he was hunting. I just took too long ago. I don't remember. But whatever it was, whatever the big game was, he was after, they never showed up, right? And then, uh, the, it, he was on private land, 
landowner uh, had told him, if you get bored and want to shoot prairie dogs, get as many of them as you can, because you know, if you have a ranch, prairie dogs are very dangerous for horses and cattle, because they can step in the hole and break their leg, and then you got to put them down, right? Well, he... I have no idea if I've stayed in frame. I haven't paid attention at all. He, uh, so he, <laughs> so he got bored because the big game wasn't showing up, and he kept seeing them pop their little heads up on the horizon. And you're not supposed to shoot at stuff on the horizon. But from what are you saying? They're just it was private land for as far as the eye could see, and so it wasn't that big a deal. Because he was a pretty common, he was a pretty sensible dude. He, uh, so he <laughs> draws down on one. It's, you know, how stories go. It was a million miles away, blah, blah, blah. It was a crosswind and a shooting through a tornado and shit like that. Anyway, he's got his awesome scope and his awesome rifle. Quit. And he, Draws a bead, you know, crosshairs right on the head. Pow. He said it was just like a cloud of dust. It was like shooting a bag of flour and having it explode. It was just like, just little, and then just poof. It was like watching a magic trick. And he's like walked over and you couldn't even recognize that it was a mammal anymore. It was just like individual hairs. That sounds like fun. They said he did that the rest of the time. I, that's not on my bucket list, but it's a fun story. All right. Um, so it sounds like I have some blogs I need to write. I need to go. Tristan, I know. Quit whining. We're about to end it, and I might tie you to the door just so you were more uncomfortable and I can laugh. Anything else you want to say? Well, bucket hunt, bu bucket list hunt, stuff like that. We didn't, we still haven't talked about, you know, I mentioned that we might go on num number one in September. And I'm going to shoot catfish. Just shoot a catfish with a gun. With a gun? Why with a gun? I want to shoot him with a bow, but that ain't legal in Texas. We'd have to go to like Louisiana or somewhere. You want to do noodling? Yeah. I'm just, I'm so terrified of snakes. I'm, I'm sure I would reach into what I thought was a catfish hole and find a water moccasin. You know? All right. That's all I, I got. I caught one. Yeah, right. Sorry. It got me. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think that's everything. Or like put your hand down I there. It's a gar. Yeah, that might be cool. Punk gar. <laughs> Hunters need to get somebody to design their websites better. They all have these terrible low res pictures. Look at that picture. You can barely see his face. Yeah, that's crap. Well, yeah, I don't think we're going to find it. That's just funny. He 
saying I couldn't watch it. Yeah, because you were real little when we were watching it with them. Because it's the, like, bloody one. It's also the crappiest one. Well, no, sorry. It's the crappiest one of the three good ones. The fourth one is an atrocity before God and man. Okay, alright. That is the end of the podcast. Thank you all for listening. And Hey, we're right at an hour, so we stayed good on our time limit. Time limit. Alright. Thank you all so much. That's it. Um, whatever my name is and whatever your name used to be before you blew up from peace explosions. Um, that is it. Um, thank you all for listening to Wilderness Law Podcast. And please come to wildernesslaw.us. Dot org. Uh, no, I don't have the dot org. I, just, I couldn't get the dot com, and I thought dot us sounded cool. So I bought that one. Uh, yeah, go to wildernesslaw.us and check out our blogs and bios. That's really all that's there right now. We haven't done a ton with it yet. It's pretty young. The whole endeavor. Um, uh, thank y'all again. And anything you want to say? Bye.